This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be visiting with a magnificent CEO who also has about the coolest name of anybody we get to visit with. We're talking today with Precious Mays. Precious is the CEO of Pacifica of the Valley Hospital in California. Precious, can you take a moment, tell us a little bit about yourself, and tell us about the hospital. Absolutely. Well, thank you for the invite, Steve. Um, you know what? Uh, thank you for the compliment on the name. Um, my name is Precious Mays, and I am President and CEO of Pacifica Hospital of the Valley. Um, I have been in healthcare. I hate to even share this, but um, for over 30 years, from clinical to um, administration and operations and, and moving into ownership. Um, an executive in my roles for over 25 years. Um, I have a tremendous passion for serving um, communities that really serve the vulnerable and the underserved um, population. So my, my love is for safety net dish hospitals and community hospitals that are more in those inner cities that just don't have um, the health care that should be delivered to, to the population and to those underserved. So taking a model in those areas and actually creating something that would be a Mayo Cleveland UCLA, Stanford, um, like healthcare to deliver to this population. And, and um, talk about your talk about the population that you serve. Why don't you take a moment there and tell us about that population? Thank you. Yeah, the pop, as I say, the population we serve are more the inner city communities. Um, you know, a large amount of the communities we serve are poverty level and below. Um, a, a large amount, especially. Um, in California, in the Los Angeles area and county, is that we have a lot of um, mental health, uh, BHU population, um, long-term care residents, subacute type residents, things of that nature. But we really specialize in the mental health um, area, and we've actually um, created some cutting-edge programs and, and greenlit a great program for um, Pacifica Hospital of the Valley during the height of the pandemic in January last year. <laughs> Take a moment, Don, sort of um, let's talk first about the big priorities that you have this year. When you look at your top three priorities or so, you're serving an impoverished community, often with some vaccine hesitancy, a lot of mental health and behavioral health issues that you work on and have a, have a specialty in as a hospital. Talk a little bit about what are the big priorities this year, Precious? Thank you. Well, well I appreciate you talking a, a couple of things. The vaccine hesitancy, especially in the population and the underserved that we actually serve in our communities. We've, we've really um, done a lot in terms of uh, educating and creating uh, mobile vaccination um, clinics that we've been doing for the last six months out there. Um, the mental health and the behavioral health component, obviously the pandemic has really exposed the cracks and fissures in this uh, area of healthcare, and we're seeing more and more of these type of patients. So we're really looking to expand those type of services, including expanding uh into uh, behavioral health urgent cares on, on, at the hospital location and some additional locations outside of our area. Um, those are pretty important for us to generate, especially in light of the pandemic and where we're coming from, and especially where the financial um, burdens have been in healthcare. Thank you, and, and, and you've had this great career in leadership. What advice do you give to emerging leaders, to others? What, what would you tell them about? Here's cornerstones to being a terrific leader. Here's advice for being a good leader. Any thoughts there? Oh, I have many. Thank you for asking. My team would probably share that with you. Uh, there's a couple. The pandemic has really, from a, lead, from a leadership perspective, um, I, I think that every leader in healthcare 
has been challenged in the last 20 months with something they've never had to face. And, and the biggest thing that I share now uh, for other emerging leaders, leaders, and also my team is always remember the impossible is possible. You just have to really think about it and put it together and resource and use the talents that you have and talents outside of your area. And, and, and then the other ones is don't be afraid to have that voice um, and, and, and speak and, and fight for what is necessary in healthcare. And, and, and don't be afraid to lobby for, for what's necessary to make sure that we serve and we take care of the patients that we are serving. Thank you. And I love this concept that the impossible is possible and you have to speak up for what you believe, what you need, what's needed to take care of your populations. Talk about what you're most excited about currently. Like when you look at, wake up this morning, where are you most focused and excited for the rest of this year? Oh, that's a great question. I have a, I have several. I mean, there's there's a couple. I'm very excited about the direction we're taking with our with the mental health um, and the urgent care model that we have. I think that it's it's definitely needed in in the U.S., but it's definitely needed in Los Angeles. So we're we're pushing on that model and we're we're opening up very soon. So I'm very excited about that because that will that will allow us to uh, decompress our emergency rooms from these type of patients that really just need an urgent care model, but they need the specific model of care versus sitting in an emergency room so that those that really need to be cared for can actually go to the emergency rooms and get the care, especially as we're still in the pandemic and have been surging, and those mental health BHU patients can go to the to the urgent care. Fantastic. This concept of mental health and urgent care what a, what a great concept, right? I mean, how important is that, that you're in the community where people need it? It's very similar to your efforts on, on, on God, excuse me, on vaccine, hesitancy with vaccines. This concept of, talk about the import of getting into the communities, not just sitting back in the ivory tower, but getting into the communities, whether it's for vaccines, urgent care, and other types of things. You know, if we don't get out into the communities and serve our communities, um, then we shouldn't be in healthcare. That's that, uh, these are underserved populations or even served populations that really need education. They need education support. Um, there is so much misinformation about the vaccine out there um, from all of the different platforms that we all know: media, social media, um, etc., peer pressure. That it, what we're finding is that once we're out there educating and really answering their questions, the hesitancy goes away from the vaccine component, and they're they want the vaccine. They're, they'll wait in line for the vaccine. Um, so I think that if we can meet the needs of our population where they're at, and 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 the other component was fear factor. Uh, a large portion of uh, a lot of our communities were afraid to come to the hospital, come to a doctor's office to get the, the vaccine because they were in fear of um, getting or being exposed to COVID. So meeting them where they're at, I think, is critical for for all healthcare leaders and all healthcare hospitals and entities out there. Fantastic. And, 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 and talk for a moment, Precious, you've had this great career, a couple of highlights in your career that you'd like to share with the audience. I, you know, I, I'm going to use this pandemic as an opportunity to share from a leadership perspective. Um, I, I think that looking internally, as a leader, there were the moments when, when the pandemic hit that there was a fear factor for, for everybody, my physicians, my staff, my patients, the world. Um, and, and just being able to look at myself and say, how, you know, the question was, how 
how was I able to lead everybody through this process? Because I don't have that playbook. Um, and, and being able to just make sure that you internally know that you can do this and you have great teams and great resources that you can do that. So I think that leading through this pandemic has been one of my greatest achievements. Um, the other element of one of my greatest achievements is also working in other areas and expanding service lines to areas that are the most vulnerable of the population, like the mental health areas, where we can actually serve communities that a lot of organizations don't want to serve. This is not the type of uh, population many hospitals want to serve or physicians want to serve, and it's something that I really feel very strongly about and voice about. So being able to push that and, and get that out there. Fantastic. Precious, again, magnificent job at Pacifica Hospital of the Valley. What a, what a great focus on both the impoverished, on mental health, on vaccines, and, and, and on so much on leadership. Thank you for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Just a pleasure to visit with you. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you.